conversations and he's talking to you about Brexit and asking, know, for, like, asking for a little, yeah. a little guidance or, or... It is really similar there. Yeah? Like I said, it was really strange to go through it, that sort of night twice. And you, f- you flew into... Mm, we, th- we got in at eight. You got it right in time. But it was really, really similar because Brexit, I hosted a quiz <laughs> the night of Brexit <laughs> and we were laughing about, in this quiz we put like flags up Yeah. and we all went to the pub afterwards and it was all just so funny and yeah. jovial and we were like, oh amazing, we'll get to New York and Hillary will win and we'll have this big party. But say, you know, same feeling of like sinking horror that of being in a room full of people and just slowly watching the mood shift. Yeah, it was it was really you know I could I feel awful. I can't think about it too much. <laughs> it's that, that everything about h- yep. him and and and, and I mean this, the list of things to object to is just so painful that yeah. <laughs> well, that's a whole other interview. It's so funny too because you know I, I do these and then it'll take like a couple of weeks for them to go up so I've got a few banked before it all happens. wow yeah <laughs> so wow that'd be, be really interesting like I'm kind of wondering like how, how how you roll that out when people are talking about it ahead of time and it happens and just the the, the math has changed completely on that'll the be so like poignant and dark you can make some theater out of that I suppose <laughs> <laughs> always trying to look for something I can make theater I mean you know in, th- in this case obviously you, you kind of you, f- you flew right into it but when on the when you're on the road, I assume you're a little kind of insulated from the goings on of the rest of the world. Um, yeah, a little bit. It's quite nice forgetting what day of the week it is. Yeah, I quite like that feeling when you're about four or five days in, and then uh, and then you go home and then you have to remember. What's a tour of the states like for you guys? It's great. I mean, it just I mean, especially like when we first started coming over, what you grow up on American telly, like, watching it all the time. So yeah. coming to somewhere like New York is just kind of... It still is, like, totally mind-blowing, really. Yeah. It's, it's pretty magical. Is, yeah. is it that is it that different from... I mean, you live in London, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 not, that, it's not that different. They're just l- little things that are, you know, just like the smoke coming out of the, yeah. the sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah, just it's, just... it's just nice. Nice place. Sort of like walking around and pointing out things you saw in Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> is this? Uh, I've got a. Ma- <laughs> I love the way I love the way you're coordinating or patting the mics even before the question gets well, asked. Like, we're, so, listeners, we're both yeah. trying to eat our dinner. Um, so when Charles is talking, I'm slurping, really revolting looking, but delicious tasting onion soup. I have to imagine the the shows are a little bit different because. The sounds a little bit different. I mean, you've, you mean? You've, you've you've kind of mellowed out a little bit. Oh, well, our sound. I yeah. thought you meant like this, like no, sound no, 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 in no. America is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how air is frequencies. <laughs> you know, how the, you know how everything's more trebly over here. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I always you thought that. that. Yeah. You just couldn't get <laughs> that up for me. Um, just take a bit more of the America out of the sound. Can make it sound a bit less American, please? Um. Yeah, so what we've been doing... Excuse me, I have hiccups from my soup. Um, We've been playing as a two-piece. Yeah. So this record, we couldn't have done the last one as a two-piece or the one before that. So, yeah, it's mellower, more mellow, because um, we wanted it to be. 
but we just did a full band tour of it in the UK mm-hmm. and it was pretty rocking. So we can still do that too. But it's nice to like, I mean, we can't bring the band to America. It's like just mm. too expensive, but I'm, I'm really proud that we can do it in this way. And I hope it's still as kind of enjoyable and a sort of important for fans to see this side of us too. Um, but yeah, I suppose it is mellow. There's that, I was just saying in the UK when people are talking, of this whole shtick where I'm like, shut up. <laughs> um, these are my feelings. How could, how dare you? <laughs> and it's like a joke. Yeah. And I, like, it's like rehearsed I'm, shit. I'm pouring my say. heart out Yeah, and it works. People laugh and it's like perfect. Yeah. It's like perfect me is going like, I mean this, but I'm going to joke about yeah. it around it so you don't feel uncomfortable. Um, but trying to do that here at the moment, saying like, I'm trying to tell you how I feel. <laughs> It's are are like, we just a more earnest people over here? Yeah, you are. You really are. But also, if, if you were chatty, I can't do that shtick. Yeah. I can't do that at the moment. I can't expect anyone here to listen. But for to you to say I something feel. like, but for you, if you even like jokingly to say, you know, quiet down and listen, and I, that's a little defensive, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's because that's I'm actually defensive. what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're actually, like, welcome to my personality. <laughs> I'll joke. Yeah. And smile with it, sure. but I actually fucking mean it, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I'm terrifying, and I'll die alone. But, but you're, I mean, you're. Oh well. Okay. Is this for me? No, well, go. Yeah, on, we'll yeah, go yeah. back. Okay. Go on. I feel like I should ask a question, and then we can pass, and we can. No, go on. Yeah. I forgot who's <laughs> suited to a specific question. Um, I mean, your stuff is more personal, of the mm. two, right? Yeah, I wish it wasn't. <laughs> you wish it wasn't. Yeah, I can't. I'd love to write like Charles writes. Yeah. Have you guys workshopped that at all? No. Maybe we should. I would much prefer to write, um, you know, personal songs like Rebecca. I find that really, really tricky and near impossible. This is just a matter of, like, being jealous of the other person's... Maybe that's why we're still a band. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually... Yeah, I mean, if you were doing the exact same thing, like, you know, there wouldn't be any kind of dynamic, right? Yeah, no, it is good. It works. Yeah. And um, I think, I, like, I, I'm also, like, happy that I write like I do, and I'm glad that I do. And uh, I, I just wish my life was m- more simple and happy. So I had nothing to write about, but I don't mean that. <laughs> I'd create horror <laughs> if I didn't have it. For, for the sake of, uh, of a more interesting For song. my music career, yes. Is that right? <laughs> no, it's not right. It's got to be hard the first time you're getting up there and pouring your heart out and singing something really personal. You've been doing this for 10 years. Mm. It's changed a little bit, but... It's just, I don't find it hard. I find it really comfortable for yeah. me. But I think that's just me. And I would, I would have to play a part, I think, if it... Yeah. If I was singing about stories that I've made up, I can't. Yeah, I'd love to, but yeah, I'm I'm really comfortable being pop, terrifyingly honest and open. In in on stage, I like look, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do some weird performance art <laughs> any minute. Not now, but in the future. Has I mean, you, you guys, you guys were both in London before, and you mm-hmm. since moved. Mm-hmm has the dynamic as far as the songwriting as far as being a band changed at all now that you live away from each other um not really no like we've kind of lived in separate cities for 
yeah. on and off, like all apart from the first one, kind mm-hmm. of most of them really. So, in a way, it's quite in a way, it's quite nice that we don't live close <laughs> to each other because we can kind yeah. of get together and do that. Yeah, and it's not like we don't do it every day together. So when we do, we kind of just like blitz it and do as much work in a short period of time. Um, it's nice. It's like on this the last record, we like rented a house for a little bit hmm. in Stroud, which is like this kind of like weird Tory hippie town in the Cotswolds. There's loads of really odd people. Hmm. It's really it's an amazing place, but it's like on the ley lines. There's loads of uh, loads of like Glastonbury drifters <laughs> in the pub. Very trebly. <laughs> And that was really nice. Just it's kind of nice just going somewhere, and it not just being like, oh, let's do it at the house. Like, it's more of an event of like writing a record yeah. in a place. We went there twice for like two weeks, and uh, it was just yeah, it was cool. Just you know, the the time has come now. It's time for us to write a record. Let's force ourselves to do it. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of have these like vague ideas of how long we've got to do it. Yeah. We kind of just like tailor the writing to how long we've got <laughs> so we had quite a lot of time on complete surrender so it's kind of written over probably the best part of like two years like some of the songs were like written as we were mixing paradise and then from that until right up until we recorded so it was yeah two and a half three years how, how, how did that how did going out into a cabin impact the songwriting I don't know if it changed the songwriting. I think it just made us a little bit more focused because, like yeah. previously, we'd kind of done it in dribs and drabs in different studio. We had like a studio in London for a little bit, and it just—it was just like a really nice environment. It was like a friend of ours has got like a pool house, and it's like decked out like a '60s kind of like Hockney painting or something. So it's kind of like a really amazing place to just like wake up. There's a sauna yeah. in there. And we were just like totally like maxing, relaxing, <laughs> and then writing a few songs at about five o'clock. Yeah. And then having some dinner. It was a wonderful time. And then going to the pub at the end of the road and getting smashed and coming home and going to bed and doing it all again. I mean, you're in a you're in a you're in a music band. You can't just live your you can't just live your life like that. No. It turns out it's very expensive to, <laughs> okay. go, stay, to go stay in the pool house for two <laughs> weeks at a time. We shouldn't have done it anyway. No. <laughs> it added a lot of money to the outgoing. Um, but no, it's good. It's really good for us both to be away from our lives a bit, and we yeah. have to focus. I'm really got, like doing a million and one things all the time, and find it hard to focus on slow club. And and we've both got like busy lives, so it's good to do that. We should do that again, maybe somewhere slightly less lavish. Lodge. Yeah, we'll go to a travel lodge on a motorway, and um, it's for the uh, the crowd rock. Mid seventies. Mm-hmm. That's just my uh, Autobahn album. I, yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm sort of picturing you. You know, you, you almost setting up these these regiments for yourself. You know, if, especially once you know once you know that there's a certain amount of time. Once you know that, like, yeah, maybe it's kind of expensive, and that you're at that place. Mm. You know, for uh, a finite amount of time that um, you need to devote a certain number of hours during the day, or maybe you know. What what what's the um what what's the schedule like? What's the regiment like in in a situation where you feel like you really need to put a record out? Um, I don't really work like that. Um, I if I write a song, I'm like thank God, and then I just wait. Yeah. And hope it happens again. 
it's just a okay so it's not like a relief that you got it out it's just a relief that you're able to still do it yeah yeah, yeah. at the moment i haven't written anything for quite a while yeah and it's horrible because <laughs> sometimes you think that's it the well has dried that's, that's <laughs> the end is, but then the you write something that you're excited about yeah. and you and it's renewed and you're like oh thank god um i would love to do like regimented working on yeah. it but i'm too just mental like i get i have to move on to something else or i get exhausted <laughs> like i'm t- starting to try and embrace that about mm-hmm. myself and be like you're just a creative person and it's you know of course you can't you're in a do rock one. band yeah right now you're really able to get away with a certain amount of that but there's a lot of musicians that yeah. work really hard sure all day every day and sure. have like 45 songs before they yeah. cut them into an album and how many of them are good well yeah i mean i comfort myself with that but what sure. if they're all good what if i work like that and i had 45 great songs and i made a lot more money i don't think i would by the way but yeah i i i'd love to work harder i have a job where i could you know feasibly just work from home the whole time or work from cafes and I'm not able to do it. I need to, in order for me to get anything done, I need to wake up in the morning and I need to go into an office and I need to sort of yeah. get away from from my house. Yeah, I like I like I wake up early and I do lots of stuff. But yeah, with songs, I just have to wait. Yeah, it's really scary. I don't know. I think I've just got the opposite. Yeah, thing really. I just I'm starting to notice a trend here in. Well, that's kind of, I think that's how, that's how it works, really, because it's, yeah. you know, like, there might, I'm quite, I'd quite happily just, like, if I've got time, I'll just sit and play the same song for two weeks until it's, like, right. Yeah. Just iron out all the kinks and, yeah. yeah. And I just, like, sit, I just, like, sitting with a tally on and just, like, play guitar all day and um, that's just how I've done it. Yeah. If I've got time to do it like that. And that's why I was kind of, like, it you know, like I remember when we were writing one of the songs on the record, like Rebecca came and just like wrote loads of words like in one go and then it was done and I was just like, shit, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a it's just different approach, isn't it really? Do, do you have that same fear that just one day the, the well might run dry? I think if you just stop doing it then it sure. does. I don't think I, I see it as like um it's just like being fit. You know, yeah. like if you you decide on Boxing Day that you're gonna yeah. run like a marathon, then you've got to keep you've got to keep doing it, and you've got to run a little bit at a time. And then by the time you come to do it, it's not like you're running a marathon on Boxing Day. You're running it after having done loads of training, and then it's it's easier. Things happen quicker, and like when we're like at the moment, like we're not writing. We haven't been writing for like you know a couple of months because it's like it's kind of the record's done, but like if you're in that space where you know that you collecting ideas for songs you just notice things more and you hear things yeah. on a different level i think like if i'm maybe listening. maybe you don't have your headphones on when you're sort of walking around down the oh, street no, all the time yeah. but, I, but i mean like even if you like listen to music in a bar and you hear something yeah. that you like i just find myself a bit more like a bit more like in tune with like different side of my brain do you walk around with a notepad or are you actually like actively taking notes yeah we both well, we do yeah. and, uh, oh, yeah, oh. Uh, <laughs> no, note to self in England yet? no but I mean you're, you're you're actively you know you're you're, you're taking oh, okay. notes as you're going along yeah no, yeah not necessarily always songs yeah I'm constantly writing 
Lynn, I've got an idea for a show. <laughs> and uh, I'll hopefully do something with all of it one day. It sounded like, and again, this was eavesdropping from, from the last interview, but um, you know, it sounded like you've, you've made a bit of a concerted effort to kind of remove some of the pressure from the process. To, I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but to not be so worried about the success of a given, of a given album. I think so. I think that I think the last the last record, we both just we just approached it in a different way in kind of every facet of the band. You know, yeah. like we did it on a different label and like we had different people working on it, and it, it was an experiment really. But I think this one, we just both were like just a bit more just like laissez faire. Yeah. You know. What What, what was the experiment? Well, just um. I don't know, Charles. What was the experiment? <laughs> just, to, just to do it differently yeah. and see if anything happened. Well, I mean, what did, what did that entail? I don't know. Just different labels. I can label. tell you the honest answer. Go, go, please. It's like I stopped trying to make us a massive pop band. I mean, that's that's a so so that that was that was the goal up to that point. It's still the goal. It's still the goal. Be like Madonna. Mm-hmm. How's that going? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but my, you know, no, but I mean, are, are you good and people like the songs that we make, and and that's fine. Are, are you know, are, are how how serious are you being about that? Was that was the goal to just make a big, massive, successful? I, I want us still like I, yeah. I, in a way now. You've done four records, so you become this kind of band that aren't going to go away. Um, mm. And. I certainly had to let go of it being like my one chance to do everything I've ever wanted to do creatively. And it always felt like that was the only place I could do it forever. Mm. And that's not conducive when it's not, when it's a partnership. But I I don't regret anything. I think we did really well and I'm really proud of it. But once you've done, you sort of do your first album, people like it. Second album, we can kind of fuck about with stuff. Third album, here we go. What are you going to be? playing those huge gigs and yeah. making loads of money or are you gonna or are you gonna fucking go really down the hole or I mean there, you you know, obviously so obviously there's a middle ground between between yeah and two. I'm really what we've actually achieved is is those sort of bands that you know there's, yeah. there's fans and they come and they they'll be supportive and it's a really comfortable easier place to be when you know like when we want to make a record we'll make a record and people will buy it and that's really nice I would still love to do huge shows and do loads of things visually and but maybe it's not like in this band or it's not even in music that mm. I do that so. I, just, I, I just think that you know that's life I mean that's that's the problem holding yourselves to other standards when, when you do that and when you get too hung up on not having achieved success by you know those on, on those levels you kind of lose stock of what you yeah what you have it's you, a right? really big negative of, of my personality like i feel like really i beat myself up about yeah. myself and my status and where i am but i've been able to look back and go we've actually done loads and we've do, and we've made really diverse interesting records and I'm really proud of us, and I really love our music. Are you able to enjoy the process now as as it's happening? Yeah, I am now. Yeah. I think it, it felt like me 
That's like me. It felt to me like we were aware of that when we were making this record. Um, it felt. It just felt a bit more like, yeah, okay. Just yeah. like something about fourth record though. It's like you you come this far. Yeah. I might have, might have it wrong, but I just feel like if you've come this far, there's still a, someone still wants to hear it. You've yeah. still got songs. We did it in a different way. Like we literally did it completely different with a producer and a house band and like. It was an experiment. I like the idea of us making 20 records over the next, mm. you know, and they're all different and there's not a pressure on any of yeah. them, which creates, we might do some stinkers, like, sure, sure. and that, but the sort of musicians I look up to, like Kate Bush and, and Dolly Parton and stuff like that, it's like, mm. they had the clout to do whatever they wanted ongoing. I don't know if that's totally true, but... I feel like if you if you sort of visualize if you treat yourself with that sort of respect, like I'm like we're a fucking good band, we yeah. can do what we want. Um, there's always going to be neither of us like shit weird music. We we love pop songs, yeah. so it's like we'll never just put like weird drone, you know, key, keyboard stuff. It's actually a song I was going to play. That's uh, just it's always going to be all right, but like now it's. It's a sort of sad business. Like you see people that are cheer do really well, and you. For me, I'm so jealous and so yeah. gutted. And, but now I'm taking myself seriously as an artist in general, and like just know that keep creating, keep doing good stuff, and you have a place in this world. Like I think I'm getting really deep. Yeah. I think it's really sent me somewhere. Sorry. It's <laughs> just starting to get good. Uh, was the issue that you were emulating those things, pop sensibility, these ideas more directly and not kind of being true to whatever your own... I've, I've always been true to it. Yeah. But just everything that goes with it. What was the process for the new record? I'm not sure. We you, checked, you came we out to the States, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we made it in Richmond with Matthew E. White. Um. I think we just wanted to make it really quickly and we made it in eight days yeah. which for us is just like crazy fast <laughs> why Why did you need to make it in eight days we didn't need to we just wanted to like we the like the record that before this one we did pretty quickly and we just thought well we know we can do it quickly like and we demoed the whole record up so we had a pretty good like idea of how we wanted it to sound like and there's lots of kind of we we just really liked the idea of going out somewhere and playing <laughs> playing with a load of people that we didn't know yeah and it was it was a bit of a gamble as well which was quite exciting really it just paid off well i mean that you know there's definitely something to be said for setting parameters for yourself right i mean you, you know if you if you give yourself all the time in the world you're going to take all the time in the world to make something and it's yeah. and it's never come out but it didn't it it didn't feel too rushed in hindsight not really like we did bits when we got home and sent it over to them to mix yeah stuff that we really wanted on there and uh yeah it was actually really nice having those parameters of like well we can't put like six guitars and like three organs yeah. and like a string section on this like we've ju we've got one guitar player yeah. or two guitar players bass drums keys what we're going to do with those instruments and that's like what that's what to me that's why it sounds more like traditional in the traditional sense it sounds like a record 
more than just like a group of songs because it's the same players playing the same instruments for a week and all my favourite records are like that like they have this kind of just like feel about it and I think that we've, we've achieved that yeah through going with the, the house band I mean because traditionally I suppose like most bands would have that because of the way that a, a band is set up because but sure. be, because because it is the same people yeah yeah but because on previous records Rebecca would play drums and then I would play guitar and bass or keys but I'm not really like a great keys player or a great bass player so like those elements were always a little bit lacking somewhat and it's just nice having someone who's just like incredible at the bass guitar playing the bass guitar were you ever a full band was there ever a point when We've played with a full band, but we've never written something. Yeah. Uh, you must have thought about it at, at a certain point. No, Not a drummer can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> Not for writing, like you were you were playing. You were the one playing the drums. Oh no, that, that's <laughs> funny. No, we play live with a couple yeah. of guys. We totally could. It would just become a different thing. We might as well give it a different name if we're going to do that. I think mm. it's local biz Charles and me, and it's how we create. Yeah. We've got a really nice shorthand as well, which I think if we brought anyone, even if they were really good... Just the way the two of you can... Yeah, I think it'd just be really... It just wouldn't be, like, a nice experience for anyone. <laughs> because we, we're able to just, like, talk about stuff in a way that's... No one's getting, like, their feelings hurt. Yeah. But because we know each other so well, it's just like, well, you don't need that. You can but be yeah. brutally honest about yeah. things. And I think if we brought anyone in, it'd just be like... I don't know. We're both quite like, oh, yeah, that's... That's a nice idea, that. Yeah. Like, and, and, and that would just go too far. And, and then we'd get angry. Yeah, yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, man, yeah. It would, be, yeah. <laughs> it would just be terrible. There's just really no point in doing it. How did the two of you meet? Um, we were at school. Yeah. And they were both gifted and talented in the oh, music department. Okay. And we met at an African drumming workshop. <laughs> Is that true? Mm -hmm. And Charles started dating my friend. Yeah, African she broke me out. You probably got some good songs out of that, though. Well, no, yeah, true. In fact, I should dive into that. Yeah. Um, you can start. I mean, that's how you get around this, like, this how, problem, yeah. is you mine his yeah. pain for your songs. Tell me how you feel, and I'll <laughs> write about it. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> um, and then we spoke on MSN a lot about Jeff Buckley, and then we were in another band together, and then we were satisfied. Jeff Buckley was... African drumming and Jeff Buckley mm -hmm. is a very and Damien Rice. Just, we just need a good collection of hemp products and we're on our way. I mean, I'm pretty close to that shit again. No. And, and you just and you just started you just started playing together and. Well, Rebecca had a djembe and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were in another band with Charles and drummer and Charles is a friend there, mm. and uh, we would stop after practices and carry on just the two of us writing these yeah. little songs together and we played open mic nights and I really didn't want to go to university but I knew that was what I was going to have to do and then I, w I was trying to get a drama school <laughs> and that was like really hard mm -hmm. and then the band was like people going yeah come and play this come and play that so I'm, because I'm you found something that people actually wanted yeah from hearing yes is better than no so yeah. I was like okay cool we're doing this and it's honestly not stopped since then and now I'm 44. <laughs> <laughs> you, look, you look great. Uh. <laughs> <coughs> so what, what, I'm NyQuil. I'm, I'm 
feeling no, crazy. No, no, you're doing great. I, I can't wait to see on stage. You're really going to... I don't know. What's gonna <laughs> he only wanted you for your money. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. Maybe I will. It'll come to act this crazy American medicine. I have a Brooklyn craft ale. Oh, I don't think that alcohol on top of NyQuil is it. What's NyQuil? I don't know, but it's weird. I bought a big It's just, it's, it's like sleeping cold medicine. Right. So it's, it's... No, I've got the day. Oh, well then that's day quill. Yeah. Yeah. Did I say night quill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's day? Why do I feel so weird? I don't know the answer to that question. You shouldn't, it shouldn't be having any adverse effects. Mm, it's just like... Maybe I shouldn't have smoked that cigarette that handsome yeah. American gave me. <laughs> I'm joking. I think it might be a placebo effect. Or you're... Uh, Where's you, dude? You just bring in... That must be what it is. Or, or you've been like... feel high. That must be what yeah. it is. You must be my technique. super charming personality that's really it's putting you I'd love it if for halfway through the gig the cough medicine started doing that <coughs> thing that the rapper oh yeah oh it's kind of slow style was it screwed in uh, oh they had machines that do that yeah. although they do although they do the, the hip hop community has very much embraced cold medicine so yeah you know, purple purple drink purple drink hey, hey. do you wanna yeah of course yeah uh, I think we're we're yeah. out of time, but um, I'm sort of because because you keep talking about sort of other outlets, you know, for your creativity. Yeah, we've both got lots of different yeah. things going on. How much of how much of your time does the man take up? It's always on my mind. Yeah, I think I should stop saying that I don't write songs, and then I suddenly do. I think I'm always thinking about it, and and so we're always. It's always heading towards that, but we we don't live in the same part. I mean, it's just better. I, yeah. You know, I don't really like rehearsing. I don't like spending loads of time at it. Like, so I'll sort of come over to Charles's and we'll get a bit done. And yeah. But playing music and being in in the band and actually going out and performing is still yeah enjoyable. Yeah, it's yeah. my you know it's our life still. Yeah. Um. Touring's quite hard for me, but. It's getting easier now, and we're just sort of saying, you know, we used to say yes to everything, and that really send, sends you into a bit of a pit. What, what, is, what does that mean? So just just go anytime somebody asks you to play out? Yeah. Do every tour, yeah. and not look after yourself. And So, like, again, with this album, it sort of feels like we're at a level where we can... The venues are nice. And yeah. Well, we had to work for it, you know. We've played in every toilet in the UK, Europe, and America. So but it's it, lovely to be in this beautiful green dressing room with the La Poisson Rouge. The little, the literal green room. This gets back to that thing we were talking about earlier about sort of making a concerted effort to kind of enjoy it as it's as as it's going, you know. And, and that's part of just taking any opportunity because the realization that like you know as with anything else like no matter like how shitty it can be at times that um, you're going to look back and kind of miss that and, and miss the opportunities that you didn't take yeah. no, not on my p- purple drink and my no? hammock no I'll be fine about <laughs> it <laughs> no yeah we would we're, we're really proud of it and it's not ending but yeah. you know we've got a we we were kids and now we're older kids. Older kids. Yeah. Charles is married. Mm-hmm. I have a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Charles has a mortgage. 
There's cats he has to keep alive. Three cats. So it's more important that you tour and actually like go out and yeah, do but it's and making money. Yeah, but it's important we don't like tour for fun. It's touring for yeah a reason. But you're able to totally support yourselves on on music. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. We we happy is yeah. I think uh, you see a lot of people like. Like I was doing some writing with someone recently, and she's not really done much. She's just kind of starting out, but yeah. she's she was talking about how her manager has got all this. She's got he's got this vision for her, <laughs> and that she got offered this really kind of quite cool tour in front of loads of people. And she was like, "Oh, we're not going to do it because it's this and this." And I was like, "Just fucking play." Yeah. Just like it doesn't matter who, like who you play in front of. Like just get good. Like, there's no point, like, if you're really good in your bedroom and no one sees it, then that's just, like, totally useless. Just, like, and I think we we just didn't have, like, a no filter. We just, like, yes, we'll play. And we came, like, a bit of a circus band because we were just, like, going around the country just, like, playing before anyone. And it's, like, that's just, like, how we create we created our first record, really. Yeah. It was just, like, doing that. And it's, like, I don't know. There's a lot of people that just go, nah. There are people that have got, like, we never had a record deal, really. We never had yeah. a great big chunk of money or time to do what we wanted. We, like, we've been really frugal and accidentally savvy and just not spent much and really tried to... And, and said yes to everything. And then, in turn, you get better at your craft and then more people see you. And it, it, I mean, it does feel like you sort of end up having a... a a limited window in your life to really kind of just to go for it, you know, to sort of take that first chance. Yeah. I know we could do this ongoing for a long time, but, I mean, I, it's detrimental to my mind, I think. <laughs> so I would need to, this is great, I'm doing it in small bursts and it's measured and controlled, but I couldn't do what we were doing. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean, is, 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 is you have a, I'm not saying you like have a finite... You're like, suck it up, baby. Yeah, yeah, go exactly. on tour. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no, but 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 early on, you know, I mean, there's really kind of a, a relatively small window of like, okay, I can really devote my life to just giving yeah. this a shot, right? Yeah, now. and because, we did. Yeah, more at stake when you get older. Like when you're 19, yeah. you can just like, yeah, work a bar job and go, okay, I'm I'm going to Europe for three weeks. Yeah, yeah. and it is really, really, really fun, and you feel like you're living your best life, and and. And there's the possibilities of endless. And it still feels, you know, the last tour we did in the UK was amazing. And it, I can't wait to do more. But sometimes during tours where it feels like I'm like exhausted yeah. and no one fucking cares at all. And uh, I'm not really getting paid much, you know, or, or at all. And Is there really that big of a difference from tour to tour? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, like, we are in a nice. If we went back on tour now in the UK, we wouldn't. We'd just have no point in doing it. Well, just what do you mean? Like you can only like the last tour was great. Yeah, you have to sort of wait. Yeah, you have to let yeah. people get excited to mm. see you again. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting question. Like we could tour like this, you know, like just yeah. the two of us in a car, and we, it would be a lot more lucrative. But like the. The last tour we just did was like with five people, and it was like pricey, but like 
we also had this like really nice thing where we like realized the songs in a way that we hadn't hmm. before live and it like a lot of our friends were like there and been like this sounds really like really good like in a in a in a way that we've never like seen it and like quite a few people said that that was touring i was playing with the band yeah, yeah. it was so really nice settling for tonight's show <laughs> it's, a, it's a different thing though yeah. like this is like this is like us like how we write tunes it's just like super basic it's just like yeah it's not like an I feel acoustic like cold medicine is going to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting <laughs> in the show tonight i have no idea what's going to happen <laughs> Are you rethinking? Re- re- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to retire. Seem, yeah, I don't know. You seem, you seem, um, seem reasonably happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how you normally are. Are we on a date? It's going great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you seem reasonably happy with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been on way worse first dates. Uh, than yeah. <laughs> Charles was there and it was yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Are you often went on, I'll just there with a microphone. Yeah, okay, okay. He records it and yeah. it goes back to my dad. <laughs> That's not true. That's a five point oh Andy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're like, um, I've got a new I think I just, <laughs> I'm starting to rethink my life. There you go, those Charles and Rebecca of Slow Club. A fun conversation under some very uh, un- un- unusual circumstances. So uh, we, we recorded that one backstage at uh, Le Poisson Rouge in Manhattan. Um, you hear me talking about this at, at, at the beginning of the conversation, but you know they, they were just in town for a little while. They'd just flown in. Um, Rebecca was actually finishing up the end of, a, of an interview in, in the other room on the phone, and I was sitting there setting up and, and kind of... Uh, semi uh, unintentionally eavesdropping on the thing but the guy was asking her all these questions about Brexit because this was I think maybe a day it might have been the day following the election so everybody you know this band from from the UK was in town and everybody was was asking them for advice of, of how they managed to get through Brexit together and this poor this poor band had lived through that in in England and had just flown here and and was here the day before had basically flown into uh, into the election. So uh, that was certainly at the forefront of all of our uh, minds at the time. But a fun conversation nonetheless for uh, a, a, a couple of reasons. One of which was the fact that. And you can hear a bit of coughing throughout. Was the fact that uh, Rebecca was had just tried American cold medicine for the first time, so she was there was she was having I think a, a, an interesting reaction to, to Dayquil as we were talking. Um, hope the sound quality for that was was okay. Uh, you know, there's a lot of noise going on backstage, and they were um, passing the, the microphone back and forth, so there might be some some moments there where there's a lot of rustling, and uh, you know, maybe some of their parts weren't picked up uh, particularly well in there. But I uh, hope you were able to make through it nonetheless. Really enjoyed that conversation. Thanks to both of them for sitting down to do that. Thanks to Amanda at Chromatic for setting it up. Uh, do check out their latest record. It came out in August of 
last year. It's called One Day, All of This Won't Matter Anymore, and they have uh, many other fine albums for you to check out. Thank you so much for them, uh, to them, rather, for taking the time to do that. Thanks to you guys, as always, for listening to the show. Thanks to everybody who supported us through uh, 201 episodes as of this week uh if you like the program please consider uh rating us over on itunes or if you've got a little little bit of spare change to throw around consider rating us or rather uh supporting us over at uh at patreon if you've got any feedback it's rylcast at gmail.com follow us on tumblr that's rylcast.tumblr.com that is the best place to get all of your riyl related information uh like us on facebook i think that's about all i got so stick around because we will be back just about this time next week with another episode of riyl